in the object of the survey trust, it is aptly mentioned until the lions tell their story, the tale of hunt will be always told by the hunter. This is the exactly what has happened in the uh, constitution making. Until the uh, uh, tell, tell the story of the constitution, this will be glorified for the glorification of the constitution of India. But we have seldom heard the other side story. Constitution is based on Western concept of individualism. I think for, for, for 15 minutes, I have to deal with history of the uh, English. Uh, and thereafter, we, we will go to uh, our constitution. This, this history of the English is necessary. Constitution of India is based on Western concept of individualism and it promotes throw, uh, cutthroat competition and thereby tend to promote and Paraninda and Atma Suti. I feel the constitution promotes Paraninda, Atma Suti. That is, uh, thereby the constitution promotes corruption also. The history of English does not go beyond 1,200 years, 1,200 years. As stated, Anglo-Saxon, Jews, Normans invaded England again and again. During such aggression, the natives were annihilated, annihilated, and thus their history is history of the original inhabitants. Who are the original inhabitants? We don't know. Nobody knows to what language inhabitants were speaking and what religion and they are practicing before the massacre. Then came archaeological approach, evil history, with the age of excavations. Uh, uh, such countries practiced. These countries, Western countries, practiced worst form of slavery. In return, mono system is there, where large, old, large tracts of land and people living there were serf. Serf means slaves, who are not treated as humans at all. From such a system, then one by one, there was agitations, individual rights came into existence. That is, for some time, the Bill of Rights like that one by one oh, they were they have uh, they have come they could not community life the britishers or westerners community life they don't know yes the people are yet to settle in the form of social organic life it may take centuries to evolve community from displaced and settled individuals from different places so from individual to social and then to community life, the English society is trying to evolve. They are trying to be, come to a stage of community life. Now they are in individual life only. A comparison prevalent in cultural and civilization situations in India in a period with West, that is 1900, what is the West? What is our country? A uh, thousand years, what is the West? What is in our country? Like that, a comparison has to be studied. British, after sitting down politically in India, when they try to justify their aggression, the European scholars, to their astonishment, found the civilizational cultural riches in India. William Jones translated Kalidasa Sekuntala into English in 1794, in that period. Jones was very much appreciative of the Indian culture, Indian civilization, Indian history. The Britishers, they have surveyed India. They have, to their astonishment again, 
they found the education system education in india is far more literacy in india far more greater than the british people such was the uh, education in india then jeremy bentham 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 he proposed utilitarian theory then his follower james mill came come this james mill wants needs special mention he is the person who wrote history of british india he did not visit even once india but he wrote history of india he was employed by the east india company uh, to write the british history he sat in england he took the here and there uh, translations of the uh, thing and wrote volumes of british india in that he, he is the, this uh, british india written by william jose is the textbook in our country for nearly 150 to 200 years this british this system this man what he has done you know everything indian is myth this world myth itself as coined by him it says yuga theory is a myth he says ramayana mahabharata are myth he says indian sir snake charmers he says rude crude even what not like that he use all types of uh, epithets to describe indian indians according to uncivilized indians that is word he, he used uh, barbaric use like that he, he, he wrote like the uh, history of british india for, for him india is a place of snakes snarbers barbarians according to him brahmins made imagination and they yield great power and even greater than kings so this brahmin he divided this brahmins and the anti brahmins this aurya dravida theory he proposed all types of what are the existing today even today the, the theories was propounded by him in 1806 manu dharma shastra is a barbaric one history of british india was the official text of the indian education for about 200 years and generation after generation even its indian students believed its version developed prejudice against what is really india its great sunti smriti puranas and developed animosity against brahmins james mystery hill mills uh, history of british india became bible for several political and cultural philosophies and such as individualism socialism and atheism and even today they sing the song of james mill at the instance of james mill macaulay came to india this macaulay is sister of james mill he came to india in 1939 it you see it world about what is english england this england when the anglo saxon jute tribes invaded periodically then britain in course of time they annihilated natives at time passes these tribes slowly developed english by picking bits and pieces the latin greek french scottish norse norse and several languages and they mix it together and they have brought this old english english old english new middle english new english if you see the old english we 
So you cannot understand what it what it was like that. It was there. Then this normal kings anyway they invaded. They they brought French to England, and administration was administration of justice, administration of law, administration wasn't French. England in England, but in course of time, after three hundred years, they changed it to English. So in England also, from thousand thirty six onwards, this uh, English was not there. It was a French, like that, like English we are having today, like that French was there, but England for three hundred years. After 300 years, again it has come to English. Then came Thomas Colebrook. After eleven years of India, Colebrook began the study study of Sanskrit language, and to him interested the language of Hindu laws and monumental study of Hindu law and. Of unfinished task of J. William Jones, he translated the two treatises, the Mitachara of Vignaneswara and Dayabaga of Jimotavakana, under the law of inheritance. Uh, inheritance. This Macaulay first uh, first William Jones. Then comes this Macaulay. He came to India on second February, 1935. That is the Black Day for India. Black Day for India. Thomas Babington Macaulay, in, uh, in famous minister, was prepared on that day in his ministry. William Bentinck was the Governor General. He allotted one lakh rupees, whether to the language. Whether the Sanskrit has to be preferred or English has to be preferred, half of the committee has divided into half of the committee. Then this man has preferred English to the Sanskritam. I have no, then he says I have no knowledge of either Sanskrit or Arabic. But I have done what I could do to form a correct estimate of, of the value. I have read translations of the most of the celebrated works. I have conversed both here and at home with men and distinguished by their proficiency in Eastern tongue. I am quite ready to take the Oriental learning value of the Orientalist. I never found here this thing. I never found one among them who could deny that single shelf of a good European library was worth the whole native literature of India. India. That is, single shelf of this Sanskrit literature, Arabic literature. It is not worth even one book of English language. That's what he means. Macaulay minced words, minced no words in expressing his strategy for the introduction of English education, and said in that minutes we must at present do our best to form a class who may be interpreters between us and the million millions whom we govern, a class of persons Indian in blood. And color, but in the English, in taste, in opinions, in morals, and in intellectuals. So he, he means no words. He is very clear in his opinion in, in introducing English language. Though what his his opinion is, again I will read. We must at present do our best to form a class who may be interpreters between us and the millions 
whom we govern a class of persons indian india uh, persons indian in blood and color but english in taste and in opinions in morals and intellectual this is the crux of this introduction of the english uh, the india indian penal code was drafted by him it drafted in 1934 and it was accepted in 1834 in 1860 it was accepted in the whole world the longest country you see india has its longest continuous history there is no other country where uninterpreted history is there every country has interpreted history india is having uh, india here individual medias due to his philosophical and historical background with the community village and nation after the kv rangasar ayengar he said prophetically i have quoted in the my book also the uh, uh, legalistic enthusiasm of dharma shastra rapidly vain with the growth of kesla and the ever widening rift between traditional hindu law and the legitimate law of the british indian courts if and when the proposal under consideration to codify the hindu law become felt fate accompli the little interest to survive among professional men, men uh, will vanish completely that's what happened now the laws are codified the uh, what is hindu was what is indian was gone in hindu in hindu view of life aims ideals and objectives were not divided and considered as dependent to one another there was no distinction between things secular and things religious so in, in this way this society was grown mekale left india in 1839 and finished the draft indian penal code and went to and uh, uh, it went to the court sorry and again it was accepted in 1860 here i want to deal indian national congress how because when we speak of constitution the role of indian national congress is cannot be avoided indian national congress is founded inspired by men of our days britishers that is indian national congress was founded by whom that was the impression gained by everybody whom has started indian national congress in 1885 so that is the impression but that is not correct general deferent deferent governor general dijan governor general called uh, uh hume and uh, advised him to the indian indian nation congress not the hume as such this is found in philip philip he wrote a he collected so several documents and printed author's name is philips so in the document this document i have found that indian national congress was founded by dufferin british or clear from the beginning and they cannot rule india the we must at present do our best to form a class who may be interpreters between us and indians whom we govern a class of persons indians in blood and color but english in taste this is repeatedly i am telling uh, uh, because it is it is to be it should go to the heart of the uh, everybody how the english uh, has uh, mentioned like this then it was not secret that indian national congress was fostered indian uh, britishers the first president of the indian national congress 
was WC Benerji. He was the first president. He says it will probably quote, it will probably be news to me that Indian Legislative Congress, as it was originally started, and it was uh, since been carried on, is in reality the work of Marquis Dufferin and Ava. When the nobleman was Governor General of India, Lord Dufferin took great interest in the matter, and after considering it, it for some time, he sent for Hume and told him that, in his opinion, Hume project would be not be much of use. So in that way, uh, Indian Nation Congress was started with the purpose of supporting the Britishes. Data by Naroji, he was the uh, next Congress president in 27 to 86. That is the second Congress president. It is our good, he says, Naroji says, quotations, it is a good fortune that we are under the rule which make it possible to make this matter. Cheers. It is under civilized rule of the tune and the people of England that we meet here together, hindered by none, and are freely allowed to seek our minds without the least fear and without the least hesitation. Such a thing is possible under British rule, British rule only loud cheers. Then I put the question plainly. It is a con it is is this Congress a necessary for citizen and rebellion against the British government? Trace no no or is the in uh, another stone in the foundation of the stability of the government? Yes, yes, there could be but one answer and that we have already because we are thoroughly sensible, numberless, distinct and numbers, which the very existence of the Congress is proof in itself. The French said in the con uh, on the Congress in 1888, quote, the fact is that Congress is the product only of the influential action of Indian community, whom I have already referred. So in that way, the friend took active role, British to active role, and W.C. Benerji, Dadawai Navrozi, they preached uh, uh, English rule like anything. British says, after starting the Congress as a safety valve, to be an opposition party, continue to have the say in the later 1906, not only this, it was started, it was funded by the Britishers for a long time. That is, uh, Congress, how to function, what to do, do it, and it was funded by the Britishers. Tilak, as you no doubt, then, then, then came the extremists into that Congress. Tilak, as you no doubt, now has evil reputation. This extremist called, they have got, they don't, they don't, they are not liked by the Britishers. They are, uh, uh, Atenikas, this, this, like, Bipin Chandrapal, Lal, Bal, Pal, if they gain ascendancy, they will be, produce what are called extremists, treated by the Britishers. The English took care that extremist does not succeed in taking control of the Congress, which would mean disappearance of British administration. So in this way, Congress has started and funded. It was uh, uh, for everything British were what British say, Congress will uh, do that one. That was the role of the Congress. Here there is a here there is a telling 
Congress continued to serve the purpose of creating of fostering British institution. That is, Congress naturally uh, the the uh, uh, British institution they will prosper. For the, the Constitution of India gave permanency to English rule. Though, so Congress without this uh, uh, British rule was there. And that, that was given a permanency. Their laws, their systems, their manners, everything that was given a permanent stamp. All laws thrust upon India during British rule has been validated. Same administrative setup, same land laws, same type of taxation, same legal and judicial setup, the same education system. In education system, the British brought English with the graded glass degrees, PhDs with, with that great Gurukula Vavastha, great limb of reaching Dharma of India has gone. And even Guru are here to guide the people of society. The British, unlike the earlier marauders, import their half-baked Indian system. They become gospel truths. The decentralized legal system in India, before the, uh, uh, Britishers came to India, the legal system was decentralized in this country. They have brought centralized system here. Something happens in my village, I have to go to somewhere far away place, appeal and appeal, up to Delhi, I have to uh, knock the doors of several courts. In that way, it, it was gone. Then this this alien rule and the Indian culture of what uh, has brought into the constitution setup also. Motilal Nehru Committee recommendations and the principles of constitution constitution of India has laid foundation for the present constitution. The first recommendation of the set committee is as follows. India shall have same constitution status in committee of nations known as the Europe British Empire as the dominion of Canada, the Commonwealth of Australia, the dominion of New Zealand, the union of Africa and the Irish uh, free state with a permanent department having prosper peace of uh, good government and an to responsible to that parliament style as known as commonwealth of constitution constituent assembly for india was formed in may 46 under the british cabinet mission plan that is motilal Nohiv committee recommendation 1925 in between, there came this uh, 1935 Government of India Act, and then this uh, 1946, this cabinet came, they formed this constitution assembly. So, who formed constitution assembly? It is the cabinet mission of the British. Court, we recommend that the constitution should take the following form. They have dictated the form also. And based upon the same constitution only passed objective resolution and, and ultimately become preamble to the constitution. So our preamble is nothing but what British cabinet assembly uh, British cabinet mission has approved, has dictated. There was no discussion as to what are the values of the and philosophy should be the basis of our constitution. There was virtually no discussion at all. British object to individual as a basis and their ideology object object to resolution was passed. B. N. Rao, you see, 
special mention again has to be mentioned about this bn rao bn rao was ics retired officer of british government he was appointed advisor to the constituent assembly he toured america ireland england three or four countries he toured and he brought their constitution he tapered constitution for india i am told i think he prepared the constitution for india within one month who drafted the constitution of india b n rao he he told within one month he prepared the constitution then gandhi ji he used to say in his famous gandhi ji in his famous hindu swaraj this is expressed expressed by him till his last he says about the british parliament a sterile woman and a prostitute a sterile woman and a prostitute that is the language used by gandhi ji about british parliament both are harsh terms but exactly fits the same he further warned that if india in it is my firm conviction that she will be ruined so if india copies england it is in quotations if india copies england it is my firm conviction that she will be ruined and emphatically dismissed english rule without englishman is not swaraj i want that what gandhi ji said the whole edifice of the formal legal system built with british for british followed and continued by us is sheer artificial and farce it is not based on indian ethos practices and value systems penal laws particularly indian penal code is of no exception none can confidently claim to get justice under the present legal system so then i was reading one legacy of lokamanya of balagangathilak this was it was written by a jew american jew theodor elche He, he, he came to india and he made a research on uh, philosophy of lokamanya tilak he said theodor elche was brought out in 1950 as to how the constitution of india is totally unindian he used the word unindian not only he several persons in the constitution somebody also called the present constitution as unindian it was brought out out of experience it was out of experience this constitution was brought out and as to why till now the constitution based on the indian ethos has not come in this book he has brought out the political philosophy of the west and the as well as indian gandhi ji opined that constitution must be based upon panchayat that is community system he said that he was very clear gandhi ji was very clear quotations gandhi ji what he said there are 700000 villages in india in each of which would be organized according to the will of the citizens all of them voting and there would be 700 votes and not 400 million votes each village in other words would have one vote the villages would elect the district administration this administration would elect provincial administration and this in turn would elect the president who is head of the executive so this is the crux gandhi ji said the each village was have one one village and there will be indirect election and there will be unanimous elections only this type of 
present system of elections will not be there. This constituent assembly at the time of making one Sriman Narayan was there. He was a member of the constituent assembly. He brought out the draft of the Gandhian constitution. Gandhian constitution, how it should be. That was read by the, uh, Gandhiji and uh, uh, he, he, he has put a stamp of approval also. But when he was poo food, it was not taken into consideration at all. H.V. Kamath, the Constitution Assembly, what he said, at a time will arrive when India is stabilized and strong, and I hope we will then go back to the old plan of Panchayatras, that is a decentralized economy, which lays units self-sufficient and food, etc. I hope we later go back to Panchayatras. On the philosophy behind the drafting of the Indian Constitution, J.P. Jayaprakash Narayan said, one concept is put forward by Ambedkar and accepted as the basis of the Constitution. This Dr. Ambedkar, to due respect, he was not, it was Constitution was drafted by B.N. Rao. A scrutiny committee was appointed. That is to scrutinize the committee. Uh, constitution drafted by the BNRAW, and in that he was the chairman of the scrutinies committee. So, uh, one concept is that put forward by Dr. Ambedkar and accepted by a species of constitution assembly, the atomized and anarchic view of society. It is this view that governs the political theory of the West today. Rajendra Prasad, one Venkatramani. What wrote a letter to Dr. Rajendra Prasad. He was the president of the Constituent Assembly. He wrote a letter. I, uh, I, I like the idea of making the Constitution to begin with village and go up to the center. That, that is, he wrote a letter to B.N. Rao, not to Ambedkar. President of the Constitution Assembly wrote a letter to B.N. Rao, why don't you uh, study this matter? Then B.N. Rao coolly gave a reply, it, may, it will not possible now, it will take time, it will be, uh, uh, it is for the future generations, they can do it, do it. for the present, we cannot do it. That's what, that is the, Reply given by the Gain Rao, BN Rao, and it is on record. This what I am saying is everything available in the internet in the constituent assembly debates. In the above background, BN Rao has chosen to implement Nehru scheme of Gandhi scheme and ignore the Gandhi scheme. The rest of the constituent assembly proceedings are only farce and matter of history. Nehru led the debacle. Others followed, like sheep, following the butcher, for the demands of the members of the constituent assembly for making the Indian constitution on the basis of Indian polity and the village system. Nehru shut their mouth. That is, few people, there are several people like J.P., Kamath, Yandiranga, Raghuvira, several personalities advocated uh, constitution based on Indian authors. But Nehru gave one sentence answer. The answer is this one. The South cannot bind down the next generation. That is, the South cannot bind down the next generation or the people who will duly succeed us in this task. Therefore, let us not take this trouble ourselves too much about the pretty details of what we do. Those details will not survive for long if they achieve in the conflict. So, this Nehru made the whole thing shut their mouth that is, we cannot bind the next generation. Next generation, they will take care of it. 
that means next generation will change the constitution that's what tenru said but poor gandhi i must confess that i have not been able to follow the proceedings of constituent assembly this is what gandhi ji said i must confess that i have not been able to follow the proceedings of the constituent assembly because one says that there is no mention or a direct about the village panchayat and decentralization in the fourth shadow of the constitution it is certainly omission calling for immediate attention in attention if after independence is to reflect the people's voice so gandhi ji also said no i have not followed the constituent assembly and like this he simply ducked the ducked but he said later on uh, after the independence we'll see we'll, we'll have the village as a basis so in that way he he has mentioned this british what what we were said this uh, the british people they are very clever this is they take white man's burden and uh, here it is a divine machine uh, this is uh, he described uh, uh, the indian says half devil half child like that the preachers were uh, uh, described india the life of vestis is about 2000 years the life of india is several lakhs and crores of years so coming back to the drafting committee is to this resolution passed by the constituent assembly to scrutinize the draft of the text of the constitution or for india prepared by the constitutional advisor who are the member allard krishna samayengar ayer gopal samayengar dr ambedkar k munshi cs mohammed saitullah bl mitter dp khaitan the funniest part is while commenting on the draft committee tt krishna charya abdul one died out of these people and was not replaced one also away from amitka and his place was not filled up another person was engaged in state of affairs and there was no there was void to that extent one or two people were away from delhi and perhaps health did not permit to them to attend so this is the uh, importance given to the uh, this scrutinized uh, committee even then this uh, it was uh, everybody was talking about panchayat system panchayat system panchayat system or community based system like that for that this dr ambedkar has said what is the village but a sink of social localism a den of ignorance narrow mindedness and communism i am glad that the draft constitution has discarded the village and adopted the individual as its unit i don't know how the great people like ambedkar has made a discomment sink of uh, what is a village but a sink of localism den of ignorance narrow mindedness communism so that is ignored and the concept of the uh, one concept is that of putor forward by dr mudkar and the accepted as the best of uh, constitution uh, assembly the atomized and anarchic view of society this issue that governs political system of this country like that several people has uh, commented injiranga raguira and uh, uh, several others have commented then this nehru again he, what nehru has said him uh, the village which used to be an organic and vital unit became the progressive and derelict area just as a collection of mud huts and odd individuals but still the village holds together by some invisible link and old memories survive i feel sure that the village should be treated as a unit 
they will be given a two-year and most responsible. This Jawaharlal Nehru, in his discovery, this Gandhiji and Nehru has got the fashion of writing something and doing something. Uh, this uh, Nehru also has written a very great about the villages and the village system in India. But he mentioned that future generations will take care. So Panchajka system is a forgotten chapter, but it is not a forgotten chapter, but it is in the genes of every individual. It is clear, educated English failed Indian nation. The educated Indians failed Indian nation. Lot of threats and research has to be carried to provide alternative native institutional framework, which not only is carved by India, the whole world is longing. Since the failure of dispensation of justice is a world of phenomena, study of spread of Dharma Shastra is the only way to arrive at right path to restructure present social, economic, logical, and political structure institution connecting the, with the past glorious and golden Indian period. The, you see, what, is, what happened immediately after the uh, so-called independence, they, they, they appointed governor general, whom they appointed, they brought one uh, Navy officer, Mountbatten. Whereas Pakistan has appointed uh, Jinnah as a governor, governor general. They didn't, they didn't accept Mountbatten or any other Britishers. This Mountbatten, uh, he was there in India to see that all uh, what are the uh, 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 British interests are said to safeguard. That is, he has he has got a uh, Mountbatten plan dated. 3rd June. That is before the contest, uh, independence itself, the constitution virtually was framed by the Britishers and the British plan was uh, implemented. Uh, so, like that, the uh, actual British individualism has been brought out and the community is negated and the present constitution is not ours. It is completely un-Indian. We, we can have much more better and thousand times better system. This constitution, I am making this statement as a responsible citizen, constitution, uh, not only the, it is, that is two, two people are there. In our culture, we don't appreciate if a bird, uh, uh, if one t go on telling about himself. Uh, Atma Suti, Atma Suti will discourage, will not appreciate. Parananda, what is happening today, everywhere is a, a small uh, thing is made a big thing. So, Atma Suti, Parananda, and this breeds corruption also. The constitution is basis for the corruption in India. I'm making this statement as a responsible person before the responsible uh, platform. Constitution is the breeds corruption. So that is the crux uh, of the in nutshell. Professor B. Raghavendra, who is a member of the Constitutional Assembly, is B. Raghavendra. Uh -huh. Yes, Raghavendra, member of the Constitutional Assembly also, categorically yeah. mm. stated mm. that uh, this Constitution is a, a, a single oriented, not a community oriented. Mm. It has not addressed uh, the entire mm. society. It is mm. not addressed the entire society as such. Hmm. But it's only individual oriented, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, please. Can you please explain to the audience? No, that's what we have. I have been explaining this Raghuvira, Raghavendra, N.G. Ranga, Harmontaya, 
and several other people like that, they have been advocated. This constitution based upon the individualism uh, is not Indian. It might be based upon uh, panchayat system, that is community system from uh, bottom to top, not from the top to bottom, it should come. In that way, the, everybody has said. When we talk about individualism versus the constitution that we have, or at least in a way, it does celebrate individualism, right? And mm. that is what we don't want to happen. Mm. But then uh, when we talk about our you know, local system, and it is not completely abolished, we still have Khap Panchayat in, uh, in Northern India. We mm. have other forms of Panchayat, which mm. is not legal yet, wherever they have a control over the society, we can see there is a, uh, uh, you know, the vices are in control. So I can talk about the rural part of the India where the panchayats also control uh, the liquor, the formation of liquor, liquor stores there. They also have a control over, uh, uh, you know, in a way you can say societal relationships. For example, a lot of cases don't go to the court. So what do you think? Do you think there are chances that this can become mainstream? Yes, a lot relies on the political party or at least political will to actually do that. But do you think we'll be able to revive it? Let's say if you want to go back or have we actually moved on a lot and it would be very difficult for us to find roots now? Fine. Well, you have asked one of the best questions. You see, in villages, calf panchayat system is there. They are controlling the liquor system, etc. We are seeing the one side of the story only. This, in villages, there are at present, in some of the villages, not every village, there are two types of panchayats. One is the uh, uh, government panchayat, that is, panchayat elected panchayat. Other is panchayat formed, that is, naturally, there, there will be villages they will perform the uh, panchayat. Though wherever the village panchayat is not the, uh, the, under the control of the electric panchayat, that villages are better. S certainly, some of the evil so come into uh, play. Uh, basically, Whereas the cow panchayat or whatever which is said is there, that is the basis that is that we have to study and we have to develop the uh, edifice from from the cow panchayat only. That is the only source. That is the uh, otherwise it is institution as such. It is a, virtually is done to death. But uh, one or two areas that is still remaining that we have to see is it, it is revived. It can be revived. I feel the, uh, the gene of Indian is community, not the uh, individualism. And uh, a follow-up question. I completely agree yes, with what yes, you said yes, that, you know, yes, uh, yes. so I think yes. there is an hope that we can go back provided the society yes. has the will, only the political party need to actually uh, yes, yes, yes. that. Uh, another question is, uh, society is divided between what should be the constitution. People say that constitutions should be very simple, like probably you can say the U.S. constitution. Even the child can read and understand. And then there is the part that says, no, we have too much of diversity. Our constitution needs to have too many permutation combinations so that we can be sensitive and we can be, you know, accommodate everyone. Do you think that is an excuse? We have such a complicated constitution that for, for you to read, understand, I think you need to have a legal degree to actually understand You that. see, right, right. Do you have, need a constitution? The, the Britishers who thrust this constitution of India did not have a constitution. We need a constitution. Do we need a constitution of this type? That is a question which you have to answer first. Then we can see the American Constitution, or Irish Constitution, or British, the Canadian Constitution, all these things we can come back. 
but what we we do we require a constitution if we see the edifice from the bottom to top and the morality of the society is is great then there is no fundamental rights requirement after all the constitution is talk more of fundamental rights and the rest is uh, just like uh, uh, the company articles and memorandum is governor general this thing pressing this thing all these things are there the fundamental rights are said to be the uh, basis of the constitution they made the directive principles uh, as a unenforceable so it is a confusion with a lot so this type of constitution we don't require we require a simple in our culture itself the constitutional framework is there the, uh, the they have brought out this uh, fundamental rights from natural dissociate uh, uh, for a moment let us think that there is no constitution there is no fundamental right do you mean to say that everyone uh, will go uh, will be subjected to brutality no so it is the society society only governs so uh, this uh, studying this date this constitution that constitution doesn't matter we don't require constitution at all according to me if we require we have to change it in a better way probably just uh, you know uh, asking this question i'm not able to phrase it properly but if we say that we want to get rid of constitution or at least simplify it or or let's say to completely have this new revolution where people say let's have republic 2.0 and design our constitution from the beginning or at least laws for the society from the beginning but then our society is very fragmented today um in a whether it is caste whether it is religion whether it is economical status whether it is political uh, ideology and i'm not i'm not saying it is unique to india it is a universal issue um do you think if at all the republic 2.0 happens we as a society will be able to come together to form one or would would that actually become fault lines to divide the society i am for i am for constitution or, or now no constitution for we have to study indian ethos indian culture and build up what type of system we should have whether we should have constitution or not then we have, we can that can be decided uh, surendra ji says article 1 of the constitution says that uh, india that is bharat and in hindi it says bharat that is india i want the speaker's opinion on how should we go to change the name of the country from india to bharat <laughs> how can we change the country means it is simply amendment of the constitution by stroke of a pen we can change it if you feel that we should have one name only we can change it it is not a doesn't matter it is a matter of uh, uh, conviction only it can be changed within no time so it's a question of political will that's your saying yes, yes. The, but the question is whether we should have this constitution or we should have new one that is the question these days it is a vogue to say that we want the uniform civil code which i feel is more detrimental to whatever little uh, hindu rights we have i have reasons for it for example i think that instead of going for a ucc we should abolish the polygamy we should ask the we should have a um, law which gives uh divorce that is divorces for muslims should be only through courts and not through any talaq system we have only abolished triple talaq we have not abolished the other forms of talaq that and then uh we should also see to it that they, they are paid enough maintenance for example uh hindus parsis christians all other uh, uh personal laws they pay maintenance but these people have a device where they pay maintenance only till the iddat period 
which is wrong which is which should be uh, taken care of and um, otherwise even in our constitution we have the minority rights or the so called religion of freedom right right article 25 to 30 which actually uh, leaves us hindus with no rights even to manage our own uh, religious institutions it says that only denominations and the definition of denominations goes like they don't even recognize us we they, we get recognized as a majority it it sort of encourages people to say you know we are a small section like for example the lingayats now try to identify themselves as a different section because they want to save their educational institutions from uh, government interference like our right to education literally puts our hindu institutions in tremendous problems we are supposed to cater for the weaker sections of the society even from the other community while the uh, muslims and the christians they have huge institutions lots of money coming from abroad but they need not take care of it that's what article uh, 20 uh, i mean uh, 14 15 uh, 16 i mean i'm not going to uh, the right to education act says so i think we should be focusing more on this than the uniform civil code because we already have the special marriage act to take care of it the government should actually be bold enough to abolish polygamy and to say uh, that uh, talaq uh, divorces should be taken by uh, muslims by law or through the courts number one our society is unity and diversity we always maintain diversity should will be there it will be there in one village one part of our village they will practice one type of system the other part they will practice in other type of system so this diversity will be there village province of, of uh, all these things this cannot be uh, get away whether by the laws or other things they will be there in this society uh diversity will be there and in that we will see the university the other part regarding this uniform civil code this is uh, uh, present day circumstances calls for a uniform civil code and it is which is halving i think that is that has it is uh, expressed in time the the third thing is temples the administration of the temples the, the uh, they cannot be in hands of particular persons uh, government they should be left to the individuals of such that's my personal opinion i just wanted to know what about our uh, minority rights that they come from 25 to 30 which are really problematic no, no, no. they will be they will be in in due course in right times they will be changed the till now people are the, uh, telling that minority rights cannot be questioned cannot be challenged cannot be uh, lay our hands but i am sure in due course they will change and they have to be changed all indians are one and there is no minority majority like that they have to be changed question from magaji he asks that indian constitution is a paradise for and for lawyers and for abrahamic communities what is your take on this it is not paradise everybody is confused lawyers also confused they make make a livelihood some time but nobody is sure nobody is happy if if a case comes it will go for 30 40 60 years generation together which the advocate will be happy on the day of getting fees he may be happy 
how many of the advocates of the getting huge fees? If you go to high court or Supreme Court or the local court, there will be a handful of advocates. So advocates as such are not happy. Here a handful certainly will be happy. It will go on like that. You see, in basic in in world and days, when the predecessors started implementing the Michaelis scheme, they did debates. That is, they needed some uh, translators. So in that, in that period, the educators were Brahmins, they became the our translators. Now the uh, every community has become the translators, every community on the in the field. Uh, every community is uh, uh, in enriching in themselves is equally competent. So it is not uh, Brahmin community only.